0: hello my podcast family welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word today we're on the 28th psalm and it reads to you lord i call you are my rock do not turn a deaf ear to me for if you remain silent, I will be like those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift up my hands toward your holy, your most holy place. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, who speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. Repay them for their deeds and do their evil work. Repay them for what their hands have done and bring back on them what they deserve because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done. He will tear them down and never build them up again. Praise be to God for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and will sing and with my song I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Alrighty then. <laughs> this should be clear to everyone that this is a psalm of lament, but it, is, it falls within the subcategory of imprecation. Don't you think? Remember, imprecation is when one wishes ill will on one's enemies giving God um, advice on how to take care or to extract judgment and that's what David is doing here David is writing this psalm and really asking God to intervene by bringing judgment on his enemies first David has been in as David has been in previous psalms he kind of pleads with God right because he thinks that God um, by remaining silent Um, isn't hearing what he's saying right he pleads with God not to remain silent which to me is another way of saying answer me answer me Lord answer me acknowledging his need for God and that he's trusting God through the time of trouble that's the first two verses then comes David's petition of just letting loose and asking God to let his enemies have it Reminding God of all the wrongdoing that the evil, wicked people have done. What comes to me, though, when I read this, or what came to me when I read this, was Jesus, (laughs) the teachings of Jesus. Specifically, the teachings where he told us to turn the other cheek, to love your neighbor as yourself, and to pray for those who wrongfully use you. Is this what our dear brother David is doing though? Nope, not at all. So, while I very much appreciate the transparency of David in this Psalm, because I've wanted to ask God to do the same at times in my journey. The Holy Spirit, however, convicted me and reminded me of these things, of what Jesus has taught. So then I've learned to pray God's will be done and then to help me to pray not for vengeance for people who I'm upset at or who I think have been who have wronged me but to just pray for God's will like if you can't pray a blessing (laughs) just pray for God's will to be done with sincerity and I think that's really the lesson for us you know we see injustice all around us the wars that are happening in other countries, the corruption that we see and I hope that we don't experience in our own uh, countries, but we know that's there. The crimes we witness on TV and sadly some that we've experienced, the broken relationships that are due to lies and deceit. It is easy for us to ask God to take vengeance, right? take vengeance into his own hands, which he assured us that he would do. But we go a step further where we want to tell him how to get our enemies, right? To to make them pay, Lord. To wish curses instead of blessings on them. But that isn't the way of Jesus. Remember, he stated that he, when he came, he offered a new covenant with us. And with that new covenant, brings a new way of thinking and living. We are children of the Most High God, and we don't dare ask Him to hurt or harm anyone, especially for our own selfish gain. That's not who we are. Instead, we are to. Instead, when you're really mad, I I encourage you to pray and just like I said, ask God for His will to be done. That's it. And then ask him to help you with your anger. (laughs) He will. God will vindicate you. Maybe not in the way in which you want, but rest assured that he will. Just trust it and leave it up to him. Then, the last part of this psalm, David closes with yet another plea. I mean, in the middle, he gives some praise, right? but he really closes with the plea for God to save his people when he says to bless your inheritance David is essentially reminding God of the promise that he made to Abraham way back in the beginning of Genesis right does God need reminding no (laughs) I found it funny and I still continue to find it funny that um He had to remind God of his promise. And sometimes I remind God of promises that he made to me. When I was caregiving and when um, the days were particularly hard at times, I would remind God of what he told me, you know, that he told me to take her in, that she would have a life and I would have a life. And I remind him that I did that, Lord, and you said that, and I've been obedient, you know, what I was really saying was, I did what you asked. Now help a sister out, please. But he would, because he's a good God. I think God enjoys us, and I'm using air quotes here, reminding Him, because what we're actually doing is reminding ourselves of the promises that He made to us, and the and the goodness that He and and how good He is, and the Scriptures that we have in our hearts that the holy spirit brings us it's it's really us reminding us but we think we're reminding god but he enjoys hearing us regurgitate to him the conversations that we had it shows that we're listening and that we're growing the takeaway for us then though is to remember though is to remember really to adhere to the teachings of jesus the entirety of the bible is here for our instruction as Paul uh, Paul stated in Romans 15 and 4. But we are to survey the scriptures under the lens of Jesus' ministry. The Old Testament is key for us in understanding and appreciating the New Testament and the new covenant in Jesus Christ. In order to understand that there's a new covenant, you have to know that there was an old covenant and what it consisted of. And when reading the Old Testament, we are to do so always cognizant of Jesus and to look for him look for his teachings looks for the manifestation of him in the Old Testament because believe it or not he's there and so when I read this scripture this psalm I see Jesus because it proves that he's there because I see something that my brother David is doing that I know now under the new covenant isn't how I should pray the psalm proves that Jesus is here because we know now how we are to pray. So let us do so. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we call upon you our rock. We know that you do not turn a deaf ear from us. And we know that if you are silent for a little while, it doesn't mean that you haven't heard us. It's just not time for the answer to reveal to us. But we, we dare not come before you and ask for you to extract vengeance upon our neighbors, upon our enemies, upon people who have wronged us or anyone. We come asking for your will to be done. We know that we don't know the hearts of men, but you do. And we come trusting in you. So as we look at this psalm and we see the things that our brother David asked of you all those years ago. We won't do that. Instead, Father, we lift up the people right now who are making it hard for us. Bill collectors, perhaps a wayward spouse, child, people who are abusing us. Help us to get out of those situations right now, but we don't wish ill will for them. We wish for them to come to know you first off. And we pray for your will to be done in their lives. We know that you love us and we step back and allow you to do what only you can do. But we are going to come in alignment with what our Savior has taught us. And we will pray for our enemies. We pray for them. That they come to recognize Jesus as their Savior and they repent from their ways. And that maybe one day they can come and apologize to us. But if that doesn't happen, Lord, we still trust you. You are our God. And we know we don't have to remind you of anything. If it anything, Lord, you have to remind us of who you are. And so we come asking for forgiveness, for being angry, for thinking ill thoughts of other people we give it to you thank you for loving us and allowing us to come and be honest with you thank you for showing us a new way of praying in jesus name we pray amen all right my podcast family go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of jesus bye